watching the American Broadcasting Company, but our friends call us ABC. Some people's lives never change. Drew Carey's not that lucky. Just say it! Okay, you're fat. In the next eight weeks, lives are gonna change. You are fired. Here's your paycheck. Okay, <laughs> will you marry me? Uh, you wanna get married? The other shoe's about to drop in the second half of the Drew Carey season. Wednesdays after Darman, Greg on ABC. Sit calm, all ye faithful, a Christmas podcast special. Third time I discuss 25 Christmas sitcom episodes. Please come and listen every day up through Christmas. I'm sure we'll feature Jeannie, the tenors and Chandler Big Mr. Roper It will be dynamite We'll definitely feature a character who says dynamite Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. You gotta sing it. Come on. Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to day twelve of sitcom all ye faithful oh oh sorry i had to snap myself out of it ladies and gentlemen it is day 12 it is tuesday well for you it's tuesday for me okay i'm technically i'm telling you it's monday night and remember when I was talking about that I started jury duty uh, yesterday, which is today for me, but yesterday for you. Yeah. Well, I, I, I not only did I go to jury duty, I'm on a jury. And that's all I'm going to say about that. So for the next couple of days, uh, if, if the posts for these episodes don't go out till later in the day, it's because I'm doing my duty as an American citizen. Yes, 
I said duty. But I'm not here to talk about that. No, no, no. I'm here to talk about Christmas sitcom episodes. And today I went back to a show that was, uh, to me, I remember really liking the Drew Carey show, but I didn't, it wasn't a show where I watched every episode. Now, again, this is the time where there weren't DVRs and there weren't streaming the next day. So if you didn't watch it, you didn't record it, you might have to wait a while. And I guess you, maybe there were already DVRs by 1998, but there weren't every house. Not everybody had a DVR. So if you didn't watch it or record it, you, were, you weren't watching it. So it wasn't, it was a, I guess that's why, you know, these shows had 15, 18 million people watching it way back in the 1990s. Um, but every time I did watch it, I, I, I enjoyed it. It was it, I liked it because it was silly. It was hyper realistic. It was goofy. Um, like there was, you know, it was basically like what a guy worked in an office and he had weird, funny friends. That was the the mo- the, the the gist of it. Uh, but the char- the characters he surrounded himself around. Drew was like he he was funny, but he was also ki- like he and and Krista Miller were kind of the two like straight men. You know, like the where and everyone around them was a little goofier, a little silly. You got, you know, uh, you had Mimi and you had uh, Mr. Wick, Craig Ferguson, before I realized like that he was a well-known comedian and, of course, went on to be, you know, stand up, uh, not stand up, uh, late night. Ryan Stiles, before he was doing improv uh, on the CW or ABC at the time when Drew Carey was doing it. And Diedrich Bader, uh, who has been, you know, he's been around forever. Um, but they weren't, well, was everyone in this episode? No, Mr. Wick was not in this episode. Everyone else pretty much was in this episode, including John Carroll Lynch, who I know him from Fargo, from playing the crazy clown in American Horror Story, and from this. Uh, and this was, I, I'm wondering if this felt progressive at the time, because, um, I'm not sure, I'm not, I don't think that, um, that, that Drew Carey's brother, he wasn't transgender, right? He just dressed as women, as a woman. Like, he, he still considered himself, he says, I'm Drew's brother. So, I guess, but, and, and it's weird because it's progressive, you know, at the time where they were, they were, but they, they were trying to make him, you know, trying to make him, they were making him feel like an you know, accepted, acceptable person. But at the same time, they're poking fun at him left and right. You know, the dad's making jokes, uh, 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 the Drew's girlfriend's son will get to the, that casting. Uh, he, he's like, well, who's the, uh, my, you know, Drew's not the, the freak of the family. Like they were, they were really picking at it, um, to the point where it was, you know, probably it would be seen today as, is, you know, inconsiderate at the very least, if not offensive, uh, to people. But again, it was like, I'm thinking at the time, were they thinking of this more like, well, look what we're doing here. This is pretty, uh, this is pretty, you know, pretty spectacular, not spectacular, progressive of us, which I guess at the time you could say it was. But let's focus primarily on this episode now. This episode uh, that I just had pulled up and now is gone away on my IMDb. It is from 1998. It's called Drew's Holiday punch it is season four episode 13 of the drew carey show and it aired december 16th 1998 so 98 i we're still in college 
Uh, well, you know what? Were we in college, actually? I think, because my wife and I, we both walked, graduated in 1999, but my classes were done in the spring of 98. I don't think I had any classes in the fall of 98. My wife might have had a couple because I changed majors. So my, my monthly, my kind of, my graduation time got pushed off a little bit um, by a year. But it, but it was like only one extra semester. Oh, you know what it was? I finished classes on the, in 98. Then I had um, my summer internship in 98. So this is December 1998. We're planning a wedding for 2000. I don't have a job. So that was going swimmingly. And uh, Drew Carey was dating an older woman and finally introduced it to his parents. That's, that's what this episode really is about. It happened at Christmas. There's a little Christmas going on. It was, an, it was a fun episode, but it wasn't superly Christmas. It was Christmas because family came to visit and spend time at around the dinner table. But the main, the main thing of this Christmas was that Drew is dating an older woman. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Drew is dating Shirley Jones. Shirley Jones, the mother from the Partridge family. I did, I did not remember this. Yeah, I told you, I watched the show, but I didn't remember that she, um, she was like on it for a few episodes as Drew's girlfriend. I also didn't remember that Marion Ross, the beloved Marion Ross, who has been in, in Sitcom All You Faithful, I think this is her fourth time because at least because she was, I believe she was in the, the, um, that 70s show episode that I covered and she was in, of course, the two happy days episodes so far that I've covered and now this. So that was, um, it was awesome to see her again. And I mean, she is, she is awesome. She was awesome and is awesome. I like, you know, cause on, on happy days, she was always so sweet. But she had a little bit of like, you know, you know, she stood up for herself and she she could give it as much as take it on that show. But on 70s show, she was really more like uh, kind of like the, the mean, overbearing uh, mother-in-law. And in this, she was she she wasn't mean or overbearing, but she definitely stood up for herself and like and gave it to Drew. And, you know, she wasn't like the sweet, just the sweet old lady. Uh, and Mary Ross still kicking. What is she, 95 years old now? Still kicking, still got the red hair, as red as ever. Uh, she plays Drew's mom, and I don't know how many times she was on the show. I see that I just don't remember. And, and a fellow named Stanley Anderson played Drew's dad. He is familiar looking, but I didn't. I was like, oh, what do I know him from? Maybe I know him from Drew Carey. I don't know. Maybe I know him from uh, Spider Man, Armageddon, RoboCop Three, maybe. He was also on NYPD Blue, and he was in Drew Carey for 10 episodes, so maybe Marion Ross was in Drew Carey for that many episodes, too. I don't know. Uh, but he, sadly, is no longer with us. Um, but, oh, wait, do I have it here? How long? Because she couldn't have been acting that much. No, she was acting up until 2020, 2020, 2020. Oh, my goodness. My goodness gracious. She, she's been, Marion Ross has been going for a long time, you know, keep Keep on keeping on, but she was on uh, Drew Carey's show. I am going to finish. I'm going to filibuster until I finish saying it. 16 episodes. So she was on 
more than uh, the dad. Maybe maybe there was a different dad. I don't know. Probably not. Um, but here's the thing. Drew has an older older girlfriend. That's the big joke. Her fr- his friends finally meet her in this episode, uh, Lewis and Oswald and um, Kate. They all meet him. And it's funny. It's like it almost followed that Seinfeld um formula of three guys and a girl hanging out there's there's your there's your there's your core four uh i wonder if it had comparisons at the time oh excuse me uh, it was very i'm very tired from from delivering out justice all day so um they meet her for the first time and they they crack jokes like wow you you know you're um you probably remember when this place was a field like they crack old jokes at her and while they they meet her at this at their bar, the bar they hang out at, Mimi shows up and she is doing a kind of her own door to door tree sales, because you can't have a like that's another trope of um, of Christmas Christmas TV is the tree sales. But but as I say that there are there are shops and parking lots popping up all over the place that that right now you know as I'm you know right outside couple miles away from my house where they're selling trees and wreaths. Um, we've always had the fake tree. I've never in my life had a real tree. So I don't know how my dog would even react to it. I think she'd freak out. But I mean, even as a kid, we had the same fake tree, which I, I loved it. I didn't want a real tree. I didn't know any better. We pulled down the street and it was like exciting taking it out and getting all the, um, all the ornaments up. So she, you know, is... is she brings a tree to the bar. She goes, here's a free tree and here's a free sign, which is advertising her business. She's working with these two guys. We don't know who they are. And she fires them right away because they wanted to take a break. She's like, I need two, no, you know, like two idiots to do my work for me. And of course, Lewis and Oswald are like, yes. And Kate said, well, if you need them, you need me to supervise them being idiots. We only really see them sell a tree once. We see... Lewis and Oswald go to a house and the guy's like, let me try it first. He goes in the house, closes the door, shuts off his lights, basically steals the tree. Then we see Mimi and Kate at another house where they're like, look at that guy. He has a Porsche. He's obviously in a midlife crisis. And they they show up at the moment. He opens the door and says, I'm leaving you. I can't believe you're with my brother. And, you know, he runs out of the house. Uh, And we get the Mimi jokes of the, you know, her makeup. uh, When Drew meets, actually, Mimi had some of the best lines in this. When Drew meets um him, Drew meets Drew and Shirley Jones. When Mimi meets Drew and Shirley uh, Jones, if she plays Celia, she's like, "Oh God, did you see Drew naked? Is that why your hair turned white?" And then Drew said, "He goes, this is Mimi, as you can see. Um, th- that you can see that's makeup. Oh, you're seeing makeup currently being tested on animals, like calling her an animal. But then later, um, well, I'll get to it. But Drew goes home. Celia's at the house." And then all of a sudden the door rings and it, the door, um, the bell rings and his parents are there and they meet Celia. They think she's the cleaning lady. So like, oh, we wanted to come, you know, spend Christmas with you because, oh my God, I keep yawning because you're without a woman. And then they see the cleaning woman uh, without a lady and they see her and they think she's the cleaning lady. Drew doesn't say anything. Celia's a little mad. Then we cut over. I guess they made up because they're over at her house. He, Drew goes downstairs wearing her robe. Her son shows up, and of course, who is her son? Danny Bonaducci. Danny Bonaducci, who's had some sort of resurgence in the 90s, being like a radio DJ and a guy, I think, to talk about being a child star. 
He, of course, was a child star on The Partridge Family. He played Shirley Jones's son in The Partridge Family. Was he Danny Partridge, maybe? I don't know. Um, so he sees Drew. Drew, and he doesn't know who he is. He, he punches him right in the face. He apologizes, but he's not happy with him. He's like, you're never going to be my dad, which was kind of funny. Uh, then they all show up on Christmas Day, including... Um, oh, wait a minute. What happens? Oh, so the... Um, when they talk to Drew, oh, that's right. They all show up on Christmas Day, and Drew finally tells his parents they're dating. She goes, "You have to understand, we're 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 old, we're old fashioned, you know." And then the moment he says that, Drew's brother walks in dressed, you know, in in, a, in dressed as a woman. Uh, and so it's that that was just funny. Like we're old fashioned, but we we can deal with our brother. The dad had some lines. He goes, "You know, I like to live vicariously through my." single sons and they look at one son's putting on makeup the other son is dating like someone in her 60s he's just like oh my goodness what have i done you know like funny little jokes that are just a little um you know making fun of of the guy the son because it's i don't even think it was making fun of the son because he's wearing a dress i think he's making fun of the fact it's making fun of the fact that this guy has to deal with the fact that his son is wearing a dress and that's you know that is nothing like unrealistic about that it's not like he kicked his son out or, or is being you know uh like disowning him or anything so finally they're sitting around the dinner table oh they're waiting for danny bonaducci he shows up that's when he makes the joke like oh he's the freak and then steve goes to shake his hand and like crushes it because you can see i have some anger issues uh and what i do like is they they start kind of chippy being chippy at each other and Lewis looks over at Katie. He's like, "Ooh, a dinner and a dinner and a show." Like he didn't care. They didn't care about the um, about the uh, the fact they're fighting. Like they're getting they're getting a kick out of it. So Mimi shows up for a second. She goes, "Hey, I just gotta let you know, I gotta store the trees in the backyard." And then she sees uh, the girl that da- the the woman Celia that Drew is dating. She sees Drew's mom, and. She sees um, Oswald there. She goes, hey, raise your hand if you haven't seen Drew naked. And she raises her hand. I thought that was pretty funny because you could see it. And it, her mom got a little embarrassed. And then her, uh, Drew, um, Marion Ross, basically, Mrs. Carey and Shirley Jones, of course, Happy Days and Partridge Family, very much like contemporaries of each other. So having them together was kind of like a fun little stunt thing, too. But they're talking about a, sh- a store. And Celia's like, oh, I, I love that store. I miss when it, when it got closed, when it closed down. And uh, Mrs. Carey said, oh, yes, that was the summer I was pregnant with Drew. Oh, like, you know, just little things like that. Uh, hopefully I edited around the yawn enough there. And it ended with them. Uh, Drew, I would say Mrs. Carey. Yeah. Drew, Drew's mom being like, I, I'm trying to deal with it. I can't deal with it. I'm, I just can't deal with it. And she goes, I'm going to be downstairs drinking my dinner. And she goes downstairs and kind of just like it ended with the two of them going outside and Drew's and Celia's like, um, you know, I'm glad that's over. And Drew's like, you know, it wasn't that, you know, it really wasn't that, you know what? It went pretty bad. It was about as bad as it could have been. And and I'm glad it's over too. And he's like, you know what? Who cares? We don't need them. Now that they know we can just go back to avoiding them for normal reasons. Uh, that the same reason everyone else avoids their, their family during Christmas. So he, and then they, they go in the backyard and there's trees everywhere. That's where Mimi stored all the trees. He says, geez, I, I, I now he's, they must have stored them all here because apparently she was doing this illegally. Um, she, he makes a little joke about his dog being in heaven because of all these, um, 
all these trees being around. So Drew and Celia, they, they, they're like, come on, let's go for a nice walk in, in nature. And, of course, they probably start uh, necking, I believe, is what, what they call it, you know, in the 70s. Uh, and they're, you know, they're kissing or whatever in the trees. And then um, the dad comes out and he to throw the garbage away and he walks in on them. He's like, oh, my God, can I go anywhere with, with Christmas without all these landmines or something like that? That's, and that was really it. It was, you know, there were some laughs in this episode. Uh, the, you know, the fact that they have to, the fact that the way that Mr. and Mrs. Carey were talking to Celia when they, they thought she was the cleaning woman uh, was kind of funny. Danny Bonaducci was, you know, was like clever casting. But um, it wasn't a ton of stuff that happened. But that doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it, which I, which I did. And I, you know, it, it made me laugh enough. So I think that's it. I think I've covered everything I want to cover. My, my, my little puppy just, uh, my little beagle, she just awoke. I don't know if you can hear clickety-clacking over to the door. So that's my cue that it's time to go walk her. Right, little girl? Right? She doesn't realize how much, how she's podcast royalty. You're the princess. You Someday, this entire empire is going to be yours. Don't look so excited. Anyway, folks, listen. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, threads, and uh, mastodon.social at Geek Mentality. It took me a second there. You can find me on Blue Sky at Mikey-C. You can find us on Facebook at Fans Not Experts. And the website is fansnotexperts.com. Listen, I want to thank you all for listening and subscribing and you know, following along. And Oh, and we're also on YouTube, fansnotexperts.com slash YouTube. We'll bring you to the YouTube channel. Subscribe, YouTube music, all that fun stuff. We're everywhere. Uh, everywhere podcasts can be found. And, inclu- and now every episode gets posted on YouTube. Oh, I think they heard that one. Yes, yes, little peanut, I'm coming. So um, I need to go. I need to go take my dog out, get some rest, and get back to to serving some justice to the American judicial system. So until tomorrow, my friends, because I'll be back again doing this tomorrow, have a wonderful Tuesday. And, um, yeah, that's it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. And I will talk to you tomorrow. But until then, here is... Well, that sounded different. Let me try that again. Here is my theme song. This is my podcast. I made it. Geek Mentality is what I named it. And I think you should listen and subscribe. Because I'm kind of funny and awesome. I think that I'm worth your time. And I'm kind of handsome. My mom says, please listen and please subscribe at least listen to this episode fast not experts